Good afternoon, good afternoon. Um, happy Saturday, happy Labor Day Saturday. Um, we are heading into fall and I'm so excited. This heat has really been kicking my butt. So um, I'm excited for some cooler weather so we can get out and actually enjoy the day <laughs> without having to wait until nightfall in order to go outside. But Welcome to another episode of In the Damn Way, Life, Love, and Everything in Between. I am your host and creator, Brandy Alexander, the real Brandy Alexander. And today we're going to continue our series on the race to adulthood, back to school, race to adulthood. Um, and today we're going to talk about something that um, I struggle with, have struggled with, have struggled with with my children have struggled with personally, and that is the infamous social media. So, um, it's 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 the one place that everyone enjoys. Uh, a lot of people, and I'm not going to say everyone, but a lot of people enjoy to be on. But the problem with social media is that it can change you. It can um, take away your innocence. It can uh, give you a false sense of um, who you are and who you are wanting to become. And so we're going to talk about it from a parent standpoint and also talk about it from where our children should be in it. Um, as a parent, um, you know, when I came onto the scene of social media back in 2008, 2009, um, it was a little more simple. Um it was more towards getting to know old friends that you may have gone to school with and connecting with um, family that you may not have known. So there was a, an innocence to it, but I doubt that the people who made social media uh, decided that that was where it was going to end. I feel like that was more of an enticement to try to get you on and if we started with the adults, right, then it will be easier to get the younger generation or the children to follow because once they saw how much time that the parents were spending on it, then it would just open the door for children to want to mimic that behavior and see what the whole buzz was about. So again, when it first came out, um, it was a little more um, innocent. Um, even for myself, it was a little more innocent and then it turned wicked for me personally. Um, I had uh, a disagreement with a family member and other family members decided they wanted to chime in. And so, um, and then there was a situation with a woman who um, was speaking negatively uh, about me and my marriage and uh, my ex-husband. And so um, she um, hit the scene and um, I was removed from the scene. Um, and so that's when I decided, you know what, <clears throat> this ain't for me because, um, being that I was still in a place of unhealthy behavior, I did not want to take it there. Um, and so I decided to bow out. And so when I came back into social media years and years later, I saw that it was worse than it was before. Like the environment that whomever created it was hoping to create was actually manifesting, you know, 10 years later. Um, and it was manifesting in a time where my children were coming 
becoming um, young adults and adults. And so um, I took I took offense to it. I took, you know, um, a real hard uh, I took it as a real hard pill to swallow because here this thing was that was presented to the to us in this nice package of being a safe, loving family environment. And it had some negative, um, negative, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It had some negative, um, behavior behind it. Um, it was going to give us something negative, right? And so I have become a realist in saying that anything that is too good to be true, typically isn't. And so you, if, if, if something looks too good, I'm, I'm real enough to know that the enemy is going to turn it into something negative in some way, shape or form, whether it comes in the form of a person or it comes in the form of, um, the actual, um, idea itself, something is going to come from that. And I know, you know, a lot of people may, may say, oh, she's being a pessimist. I'm not a pessimist. I don't look at things in a bad behavior. I look at things from a real, look at things from a real standpoint because I know people and I know people are, um, standing on a thin line of good and evil. And so you have to, as a parent, learn that you're, the uh, middleman between good and evil. And you have to understand that with that, um, with that, you, you, you take on a big responsibility, right? And so as it comes to social media, which is not governed, you really set yourself up to be um, in a place that's unfamiliar, that's um, hard to control. And so as a parent, you start to Try to figure out a way to keep it safe. But unfortunately, there's nothing safe about social media. Um, they hide behind the First Amendment. And so people are allowed to say and do things that shouldn't be said or done, but they do it anyway. Um, and I and I take a look at how unruly it was when I think about the alleged um stealing of the election back in 2016 with um, President Trump, uh, ex-President Trump, and how he got himself into the White House. And I say allegedly because no one is ever going to prove or um, disprove that it happened. Um, there's been a lot of talk about it, and I've even seen a documentary about it. So I'm going to say it happened, but I, I'm going to say allegedly because I don't want anyone to take my opinion um, or, or what I've seen at um to be true, I want you to learn the truth on your own, right? So again, uh, they said that the um, the election was stolen and the way that it was stolen was through social media, right? If you've ever been on, well, I'm not even gonna say if you've ever been on social media because, well, yeah, because this actually goes out into audio. So if you have been or you are on social media, you know that um, negative, and positive or positive hidden behind or in front of negative, right? Because it can look to be positive, but really it's backed by negative influence. So um, you don't know what it is to be true, right? And so they're pushing all of this information down your throat. And, you know, if you're not in a place to where you can understand that some of it is just for per entertainment, you will get lost 
in what it is that is being given to you. And that's just as an adult. So just put yourselves in the in the minds of children. And I, I posed a question the other day on Instagram and asked, do you think that um, it's worth allowing uh, younger children to be on social media as a parent? No, I try to hide social media from my children um, for a very long time. For a very long time and for good reason, because, again, as I'm back on social media promoting um, a good thing, there are negative people out there who want to tarnish that and also speak of bad things. Right. So it confuses children who are still like sponges. And they're soaking up all of this information and they don't know what to believe. You know, um, a lot of things that I feel like that are put out on social media is definitely political agenda. Um, it's for somebody's political gain. And it doesn't have to be political in the sense of um, the House, uh, the Congress or the House of Representatives or president. There are other political um, situations. Um, the NRA is a political situation. Um, the oil companies are a political situation. Um, so there are so many political organizations that are looking to promote a negative uh, behavior that they're pushing out this information. And you think that it's just ha ha and you don't know that there's a hidden message behind whomever is giving that information is giving. You don't even know that you don't see it for what it is. You see it as per entertainment. Oh, it's funny. And you don't know that there are buzzwords that are in between it. And that takes a person who knows better in order to understand and pick up on it. So think about it. If you were a child that's coming from a household that is um, pure, pure. And when I say pure, you go to church every Sunday like it's it's filled with you know, all of these things that don't let you know what the outside world is about. Your world is is very small, right? It's church, school, home, church, school, home. And so when you go into social media and, and so many people have content is what they call it. Um, so much content is out there. You don't know which which one is fact and which one is fiction. And so you start to believe the fiction without finding out for yourself if it's fact. Even adults, we don't do that, right? We just hop on and we laugh and we kiki. And um, I know just on, um, excuse me, to, uh, Instagram alone, there are so many groups that um, give you this information or give you that information. And, you know, everybody has an opinion. You go on TikTok and everybody can read um, uh, astrology. And so they can tell you that this sign does this and that sign does that. And, and then you have other people that speak over other people's lives and they can tell you that this person was thinking that and, and somebody else can tell you that the person was thinking that. And then you, you have the conspiracies and they can tell you that this happened. And, and then you have the people who are against conspiracies that tell you that that happened. Like there's so much information that is out there and the the problem is as parents is we don't speak to our children to give them the truth we let social media raise our children we let social media tell our children what's right and what's wrong and the only reason why we allow it to do it is because we listen to it as well i remember 
um, when before I joined social media and my son would talk to me and he'd be like, yeah, I heard that da, 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 this and yeah, did you hear that? Da, 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 and most of it comes from social media. And I had to tell him, like, quit reading social media news. Like. I've always taught them that you never believe what you see, you always follow behind that and try to find the truth in that information, because that's the only way that you're going to know if what you're you're hearing or seeing is actually true. But if we're just allowing these children to be on social media for hours and hours and hours and hours, you don't know what they're what they're taking in. And when they get to a point of adulthood, you don't know how much of that has shaped your child. You're trying to raise them one way, but social media is raising them another way. And you don't know which one is taken until they actually become an adult. So, you know, um, like I said, just being an adult and being in a healthier place, I'm able to understand, you know, what's negative and what's fact and what's fiction. But what about people who have who are already traumatized? What about all people who are already uh, dealing with toxic um, uh, um, um, childhoods or um, um, relationships as adult, and they're already adults. Like, how do they know? They don't unless you do the necessary work in order to prove what may be fact to be fiction and way, what may be fiction to be fact. Um, you, you look for your own truth. So, again, bringing it back to the children, um, we need to look at what does social media actually do to our children? And I said some of them already is that it takes away their innocence. And the one thing that I feel like as parents, we've gotten away from, we've gotten away from allowing our children to be as innocent as possible until the last possible minute. One thing I've always told my children is you have a lifetime to be an adult. You only have a small window to be a child. The world has already said at 18, you're considered an adult. So you have 18 years to be a child. You have from 18 until the day you die to be an adult. So soak up all that you can in while you have that innocence, while you have that time to actually be a child so that when you become an adult, you know the difference. But if we're allowing social media to tell our girls how to dress, to tell our men how to act, to tell our girls how to be women and to tell our men how to um, treat women. If someone is promoting violence, domestic violence, don't you think that that is what that boy or that girl is soaking up if they're looking at that on social media? And while you're thinking it's just fun and ha ha and oh, he slapped her. Do you not think that that child that's that sponge is soaking that up? You know, when we look at um, I saw um, on social media today where. Um, the family guy, the show, um, and how it was wrong on so many levels, like so many levels. Um, and you know, I didn't allow my kids to watch it. Now, if they watched it, I can't say that they did not watch it. 
right? Because they're children. But I did not cut it on and say, sit down and watch this because I knew that the rhetoric that was coming from it was all, eh. if it wasn't racist, it was, it was um, misogynistic. If it wasn't misogynistic, it was um, out of order. It was, it was promoting this and glorifying that and things that I did not want in my household. And Dana, you're so correct. That show is very inappropriate. Um, but it, it, it gives so much negative behavior and here my children are probably sneaking behind me watching it. They're sneaking behind me watching it. But what happens when you give your child that inappropriate behavior? You give that child that permission to be on that inappropriate site, such as social media. Right. So did the Simpsons. It get past parents because it's a cartoon. But the, be the behavior on the cartoon is very, if you pay attention, it's again wrong on so many levels but back to what i was saying so just it, it just, that that's that's on the tv that was on the tv right so just think about if you give them a cell phone now most times you give your child your cell phone like when my kids first got a cell phone we did cell phone checks and i didn't tell you when it was going to be a cell phone check it was more like um a stick up give me the cell phone i'm going through it and if there's anything inappropriate or anything that I've told you that you can't have and it's in that cell phone, I'm taking it. I didn't play it. I didn't want you on social media. I didn't want you um, doing anything that you weren't supposed to be doing. I didn't want you looking at anything or looking up anything that uh, you shouldn't be doing. So let me get that. I'm paying the bill. I have the right. You are so right, Dana, and you better not hesitate in handing it over because now I know you have something in it. Oh, and I met it with reluctance. Now, please don't believe that my children were just angels and said, oh, sure, mom, here's my cell phone. It was like, why? What? That's when I know it's something in your phone. But we have parents that don't do that. We give them the tool to be on this app, on this uh, app, uh, app, social media. It's apps, right? It's, it's a bunch of apps. We have, we give them the, uh, the, um, permission to be on these apps. Um, and not that we give them the permission verbally. We give it because we gave them a cell phone and we're not governing it. Right. And so they're soaking in all of this, which is, um, really putting your place as a parent on the back burner, whether you know it or not. So back to how does this affect, how does this affect our children? It does so in a very negative way, right? So it, it gives them a negative um, atmosphere to log on to, to interact with. You don't know who's on it. You don't know what they're saying. Um, you don't know if they're scrolling through TikTok, what TikTok is actually um giving them to look at. I didn't even know how social media works when I first got on it. I didn't know that if you look at something too long, that's when the algorithm changes. Um, and so it gives you more material like that. And so, which is very weird to me that something even has that much control over me to tell me what I'm going to look at. I may just look at it because you know, um, it was interesting enough to where I wanted to talk to my children about. But now that I've looked at it, 
now uh, TikTok is constantly putting that in my algorithm. So I'm constantly seeing it over and over and over and over and over again. So just think about your child. I have a nephew who's seven years old who can use a cell phone better than I can. That is sad. So he knows how to get to where he needs to get. They've already learned how to put in a different date of birth so that if Facebook says you have to be 17 or 18 or TikTok says you have to be set, then it's not like they have to put in an ID. They don't have to show a picture ID. All they have to do is put in a birth date. They know how to count. So we have to be more cognizant on what it is that we're allowing them to do when we give them those cell phones and say, here, this is for you to call me because I guarantee you they won't call you more than they'll actually be on social media. So number two, it takes away the um, respect that they have. For adults, for adults. <laughs> Dana says her one of her children used her birthday one time. They will. Okay. But it takes away the respect that they have for adults. So um, I saw one where a child threw um, a shoe at a teacher. And someone was recording it. It disheartened me because here you have have an, have an educator that, number one, has to watch what she says because she has been assaulted and someone is recording it. But number two, that someone thought this was funny enough to actually record. She she was very respectful in, it, in what she did. And there were a lot of comments that said that, you know, she should have went buck wild back in the day. Someone would have gone buck wild. But when we give our children and I'm not even going to just put it on social media, I'm, I'm, I'm going to add cell phones into that in saying that giving a child a cell phone too young is also an issue. Y'all, we went to school. We didn't have no cell phone. We didn't go to school to be on social media. And that's what a lot of these kids do. I was watching something the other day and and I watch things because I want to understand what the world is like. Right. Because I'm not out there. I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't leave nothing out there. I ain't got no business being out there. My my world is my home. Right. So I, I um was looking at a, a thing and, and it was asking kids you know, about putting their cell phones up and how they felt about the fact that the school was taking their cell phone. And one boy said, I need to be on TikTok. I need to watch TikTok during the day. What, what is so interesting on TikTok that is teaching you anything that you need to be on it all day? Y'all, they are addicted when they're supposed to be in school. They're supposed to be learning. They're addicted to this thing called social media. That's another point. It becomes an addiction. We worry about weed and and um, alcohol and um, uh, drugs, hardcore drugs. But we forget about the biggest drug. There is right now, and it's called scrolling. Scrolling, they will do that for hours. I've watched my adult son do this until his phone died. 
charges it, puts it on the charger and start back doing it. You're addicted to the scrolling. Can you imagine what that's doing to someone whose brain is not fully developed? Can you imagine what it's doing when it comes down to education? Now, I, I, I will say this. There is an issue with education, but why not put more pressure on the people who have to give our children their education to get them better educations rather than put something else in the mix to where it causes an even bigger problem, right? So it makes learning that much harder. Nikki states, if only learning was as interesting as social media. Exactly. Exactly. But we don't want to introduce the real world in the classroom. We need to. We need to talk about finances. We need to talk about how to take care of a home. We need to talk about healthy living. We need to talk about um, things that we need to talk about social media and the harmful effects that it can have. We need to talk about all of that while these kids are young, because one day they're going to be become adult adults and school does not give them that. And in school, they're even trying to make it even less um, educational by taking away some of the things that we learned about as children, taking it out of school and saying that it wasn't as big as, you know, we're making it out to be. It was actually a learning tool as opposed to um, an oppression. That's a whole nother subject for a whole nother day. But all I'm going to say is we have to stop letting social media educate our children, right? We have to promote more um, education by learning the stuff ourselves and whatever the school doesn't teach our children, teach it to them. We're in a better place than our ancestors and we act like we don't know anything. We act like we haven't been taught anything. Take them to the library. You Do you remember back in the day when your parents used to take you to the library? That was an actual trip that you took to the library, you learn how to check out books and you read books and you learn things and you actually had an imagination of your own, not what someone is telling you you need to know. We don't do that. Take them to the park and show them how the leaves change instead of looking at it on social media where someone is telling you that the leaves are changing because now there's, um, chemicals in the sky that's mixing with the oxygen and allowing things no that's not true they've been changing for years this is how it happens this is what it looks like this is the time of the year when it does that there's so much more to learn outside than just scrolling on that phone and learning it from social media i promise you i don't want my children coming to tell me nothing about what they learn on social media or you know oh they said this did you go do your research did you see it did you watch the actual CNN where this actually happened or did you see this somewhere else that's more credible than social media because the interesting thing about social media is that I can do a video and I can add whatever I want to add in it and then show it to you and make it seem like there's something, you know, amazing that is happening that ain't happening. 
another thing is it to me, to me, I'm not saying to anybody else. It's not teaching our children patience. Because they become addicted to that cell phone, they lack patience. Everything has to be done quick because they don't have time. Do you know how quick it is on TikTok? They get, what, 30 seconds to a minute to say what they're going to say? That's quick. And they're on to something else. And so that's how they want their lives. Quick. Anything that takes long, they get agitated. They get frustrated. They don't know how to react. And also, it makes them impersonable. These children don't know how to go to no interview. Because they're used to dealing with people behind a screen where you don't see anyone that they don't know how to talk to people. They don't know how to introduce themselves and have a, a, a decent handshake and being able to have a conversation. They can't do it because their world exists with them not having to interact with anyone. And watching other people interact. And so because that person interacts that way, now that's the way I'm going to interact. I'm going to see if that works for me. Y'all, half the stuff that happens on social media skips. It's not real. So if it's not real, then the likelihood of that actually happening for you when you go to do it yourself, it ain't going to work out that way. I... um. Watched another girl on social media. She does skits. Well, she she does pranks. And every now and then her pranks go wrong because she does it on real people who don't know that she's actually pranking or it's assumed that they don't know that she's pranking. And she's almost got it handed to her, you know, on more than one occasion. And people find that funny. But try that in real life. That's not going to go down well. You're not going to be able to walk up on somebody. And again, I don't know if what she's doing, she already tells the people and she wants them to react a certain way so that she gets the reaction that she need. But try that outside and see what happens. You can't walk up on nobody and have no attitude right out the gate. You're going to get yourself hurt or killed. Nikki says they can't have actual conversations anymore. When you go out, take a look around. No one is talking, but are glued to their phones. Absolutely. It's a scrolling. They're addicted. You might as well go and hang out with somebody who's actually on drugs because it's the same reaction. They can't, um, they can't interact with you unless they're high. They don't know what it's like not to be high. They can't function. Just like these children, take their cell phones away once you've introduced them to social media. Take it away. Please take it away and see what the reaction is. I've almost come to blows with my son about a cell phone. I'm talking about real live fight because I took his cell phone. It was like a drug addict. It was really like looking at a drug addict trying to get that, you know, and you taking their drugs away from them. It's crazy. So what do we need to do as parents, as aunties, as grandparents? Y'all. Oh, one more thing before I go there. 
it opens the door for predators. Do you know how many fake accounts are on social media? Do you know how many children are taken into sex trafficking because of social media? And all these people want to be your friend once you make your page public. And even if you make it private, somehow they can squeeze their way through. I mean, it is people out here who are scamming left and right. You know who they looking for? Your child, your niece, your godchild, your grandchild. You, if you foolish enough to believe it. They snatching our babies. You know how many children are missing right now? I don't know the numbers, but I'm sure it ain't one or two. How did they get there? They're not driving up in vans like they were back when we were younger. They don't have to. All they need is a phone. And they can create an account and make it look so glorious and so good. And because our children are so green and so oblivious and we don't talk to them about the realness of social media. And we just allow them to be on there for hours and hours and hours and hours. And we're not checking who their friends are. One day they say they're going to the store. They never come back. And I'm not saying that with a straight face because it hurts my heart to even think about that it's happening. But it's real. Miss Nikki says the kid killed his grandparents or parents behind taking their devices. Yeah. And then she says, yes, and we're in the top 10 states for um, human trafficking. It's heartbreaking. You're correct. It is definitely heartbreaking. But they don't get them just by walking down the street because. And if they do, it's because they on the phone and not paying attention. Everybody got their head down. Everybody going to have a humpback. You know, it used to be older people had humpbacks and you try to figure out how they got them. They didn't have cell phones. But now all of these, this generation that's coming up and us who do it, when we get older, going to have that back that's humped over and they're going to call it cell phone back. It ain't, it's no longer going to be humpback. It's going to be cell phone back or social media back. I'm claiming it. So if they... Come out with the name. Y'all heard it here first. So run me my coins. But <laughs> cell phone back is what it's going to be called. Because everybody's like this. Not paying attention. But again, going back to, back to the, um, the, um, the, the human trafficking. They're coming on social media. They're making these fake accounts. And they are trapping our children. You have people who are claiming to be in love with your child. Oh, we in a relationship. I'm in a relationship. We never met. They on social media. And all of a sudden it's been called. What, what do they call it? Um, when the kids, uh, I mean, when the, when the person is not who they say they are, whatever, you know what I'm, it's they got a whole show behind it. Catfish. They're being catfished. Do you know what this does to a person who already has low self-esteem? Do you know what it does to a person who already has low self-esteem to find out that they're being, they've been catfished? I'm sure it's the cause of some um, suicides. I'm, I'm sure of it. 
That's why they say social media can kill you. It can. It's for strong minded people who actually know the difference between between real and fake It's not for our children. Yet we expose our children to it 24 hours a day. They go to sleep with their cell phones. They wake up with their cell phones, but they go to the bathroom with their cell phones. Just scrolling. Fake information all day long. Won't care. Because we too busy doing the same thing. Scrolling. Don't even know that there's a predator out there trying to take our child. Don't even know that somebody is putting misinformation in their head. CMS is talking about taking cell phones this year. I don't have a child in CMS anymore, thank God, but I'm so happy. We have to take our children back. The people who make these social medias make billions of dollars, billions of dollars. They riding off to the moon like, I mean, uh, in space, like it's all right, like it's going down the block. All because we're, we're buying these cell phones left and right and giving our children access to a world that no one governs. No one governs social, social media. No one. You can put all kind of misinformation out there. And the only people who are affected from this are our children because they're coming to be adults. So number one, take the time out for your child. Make them put those cell phones down. And I know some, some parents are good to where their child's uh, children have um, time limits. Screen time is what they call it. Give your teenager screen time. If you start it early, what's going to be the difference when they get older? What's the difference? If, if, if I'm putting something in you early on, it's not going to look much different when you get older. It's when I've started out giving you that freedom. Yet when you get older, I say, oh, you know what? I'm giving you screen time. Now we got a problem. Because now I'm already addicted to this world. You have to take me through withdrawal and all of that before you can actually do something where I'm going to be um, uh, accept, uh, 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 accepting of. Make times where there is no cell phone. Eating. Family trips. When we leave, when we, when we get somewhere um, and we're going out to eat, all cell phones left in the car. It used to be a time where dinner time was a time where everybody sat at the table and actually had a conversation. I still do that. Me and my son eat together. At the table. Now, we may have on a show, but we're there together. There's no social media. Ain't nobody scrolling. Ain't nobody eating by themselves. And if we feel like having conversation, we have conversation. But we have conversation throughout, throughout the day. So probably by dinner time, you know, it's a little different. But we take that time and pour into each other. The way families used to do. 
and leave your cell phone over there. And the biggest thing is stop getting these kids cell phones. Miss Nikki says she loves that it allows you to share with each other. It does. And we talk about any and everything. We laugh. We have a good time, you know, while we're eating or we just enjoy the food. And that's something that I'll never change. I will never, as long as somebody living in here in my house, we sit down and we eat together. Ain't no, I get a later. No, like my daddy used to tell me, come on before the food get cold. It's going to get cold. No, we're going to all eat together because I want to look at you and make sure that you're okay. If that's the only time I get to look at your face, then that's the time I want to look at your face and make sure that nobody is out there telling you something different and making you feel any kind of way. Social media opens the door for bullying. Uh, we already talked about how um, kids who suffer from social anxiety can hide stuff so well because they don't deal with people, right? So you think they're going to tell you that someone is bullying them on social media because they posted something that someone may not even care anything about, but because they're social media trolls, now they're bullying your child. What are you going to do about it? You're going to get on there and it's social media, baby. Ain't no telling where that person is. And they ain't trying to hear you. Now they're getting ready to jump on your account and harass the dog crap out of you. So why not take that time, have a conversation, actually pour into your child, you know, talk about any and everything. But most of all, talk about the real nuances of the world so that when they go to social media, if they are on social media, they know from real and fake. They're, they know how to make their own opinion and they see it all as entertainment and not a chance to learn something. And I know I went back into a negative before I went to the, uh, and I was talking about positive, but I just had to talk about those bullying social media trolls that are out there that are, you know, causing our children who are already dealing with a lot to deal with even more. You know, you got people out here who swear they love the Bible 10 toes down who may be on your uh, son or daughter who may be part of the LGBTQIA plus community and maybe just reading them left and right. How do you know what that's doing to them? If you're not paying attention. If you're not pouring into them at some point out of the day and making them put that cell phone down and letting them know that that's not the truth. This is the truth. This us sitting here is a fact that what's out there is not real. But they don't know that they don't know the real the, the real from the fake if you're not doing that. Also, make these kids go outside. You know, they do still make bikes and skates and jump ropes and all these things that we used to play with and we did just fine. Why make them have to get a BBL if 
they stayed fit as children, they probably wouldn't need to get it or want to get it because they won't be all rounded if we keep them out and active and doing things that stimulate their mind, their body, um, give them a healthier way of living. We won't have to worry about it. But obesity, I'm sure, has grown since social media has become more um, important in the households because all people do is sit, eat, scroll. Now, I don't sit and eat and scroll, but I do sit and eat because I work at a desk. So I'm not, I'm not telling you anything that I don't need to be preaching to myself, right? I'm, I'm talking real, real deal facts here. Get these children outside. AT&T, uh, Time Warner Cable, um, all these people who sell um, internet and cell phones are really getting rich. And you're getting high blood pressure. Exercise together as a family. Keep that heart healthy. Yes, ma'am, Miss Nikki. Because what it does is it promotes healthiness within the family altogether. Again, that way if they're on social media media their mind is in a different headspace anyway anyway because we're exercising we're, we're living a healthy life you can't come at me with toxic behavior because i can see it from a mile away i'm teaching my children discernment my son already knows and he's 19 you know and that was the one who gave me per d hell when i took that cell phone i thought i was gonna have to take him out of here but, um, you know, he understands now, you know, ain't nothing out there but fake. Everybody knows everything. None of it's real. But at one time, he was one of them kids who had to have it. He was addicted. Until he saw what it was really about. But you have to keep talking to your children in order for them to understand that. You can't expect for them to get it on their own, y'all. We can't say, oh, they'll get it when they grow up. No, because you got adults who are on social media who still don't have it. So why do you expect a child to actually get it once they become an adult? Don't work that way. Don't work that way. I could go on and on about social media and cell phones and I probably be sound like I'm 70 years old, but I'm going to tell you what's truth and what's fact. This world has enough um, mess in it. It has enough false information in it. It has enough opinion in it. Everybody has an opinion. Expose your child to as less of that as possible. There was a time where children didn't sit in grown people's spaces. There was a difference. Now, you know, someone has promoted um, inc in inclusiveness, which means everybody needs to know everything. No, everybody can't handle everything. Everybody has to have a role and responsibility. I was looking at that this morning. Everybody has, needs to have a role. Everybody needs to know where they fit in the family. If everybody's leading the family, 
how many opinions is that? And if everybody don't know what the right opinion is because we're getting our opinions from social media, what does that do for the family? I ain't changing my dynamics for this world. I'm sorry. I ain't going to be able to do it. Because it's messed up. It's toxic. That's another word. Um, you know, I, I hear certain terms now that, you know, oh my God, my childhood was so toxic. I can tell you a toxic, uh, childhood. I really could. I live one. I can't say that my children did. Now, did I say I was perfect? Absolutely not. But I could have been a lot worse. But now, you know, everybody's had a rough childhood because they were punished or they weren't allowed to do this and they didn't get to do that. But there were some children who were beaten, molested, raped, disowned. There are children who really had rough childhoods. But we're teaching this rhetoric of toxic. We're teaching this rhetoric of narcissists. Everybody is a narcissist. Do you really know what that is? Because if I read the definition, I can be considered a narcissist. I ain't trying to tell nobody what to do. I'm going to tell you how you're going to treat me. That's what I'm going to do. And if that means you feel some type of way or feel like I'm controlling the situation, I'll be the narcissist then. Whatever. But these are things that social media is trying to make households acceptable of. And we're allowing it. We're allowing it because we're not promoting the truth. We're not promoting facts. In our home where we have control. We're saying. Oh. They're in the 6th grade. So they need a cell phone. For what? Who they need to call? Are they paying bills? Do they need to call? And uh, you know. Is anyone calling them for a job interview? Who do they need to call? Why do they need a phone? Just in case they need to call me. For what? Are you not going to come get them? If you take them somewhere. Well, I want to make sure don't nobody hurt my child. Well, then don't take your child somewhere where you feel like somebody's going to hurt them. Cell phones need to be for people of age who have jobs, who have responsibility, who pay bills so that and that's what social media should be. Why are we giving it to these children and putting them in an atmosphere and giving them access to something they don't know how to tell the truth from the from the uh, fa uh, fr the facts from the um. False, the false narratives. Think about it. Think about it. Like, this is not, I'm not giving you like mind blowing information. I'm just giving you information that people don't want to talk about. They don't want to open their eyes to because everybody wants to feel like they're doing the best for their children. And I'm giving my children everything that they want and desire. But do they really need all of that? Do they really need to know that, um, I don't know. Whatever they promoting out here on social media these days. Like, do they really need to know that? Is any of that going to help them in their um, walk in life? Is it going to help them get an A on that math test? 
Because these children don't know how to count. Y'all done gave them these cell phones. They do not know how to count. Give a child some um, money, cash money, at a restaurant and see what happens. Your change will be all jacked up. I know I stayed in the drive through line one time for about a good two, three minutes trying to explain to the person how much change I needed to get back and they did not understand what I was saying because they don't know how to count without a cell phone. Y'all making these kids lazy. Y'all making them, excuse me, dumb because y'all allowing a fake world to give them false information and calling it truth. I want to thank you guys for joining me this weekend. Um, and I'm sorry if this this conversation like really touches me, but there are certain things as a parent that I just cannot stand in this world. And I have to deal with it because, you know, it's in this world, but that doesn't mean that I have to promote it. And I refuse to promote foolishness in my household, in my life. So if that means I have to get on here and talk to one person or know people, um, that's okay with me. Um, but it needs to be said that there are certain circles our children don't belong in. And it's up to us to actually change that dynamic. We have to create that boundary. No, you don't get to be an adult at 12. You get to be a child at 12. You get to be an adult when you become old enough to work and pay bills. I'm not going to pay for a cell phone bill for a child. What? What you need it for? Unless they're in a situation to where they may need you, really may need you because they're in a in a bad situation. That's the only time Brandy Alexander is going to pay for you to have a cell phone. Otherwise, definitely not going to happen. Join me next week as we talk about relationships. Um, and I really hope that you guys join because a lot of things happen in these young relationships that you're not aware of. Um, and I'm going to speak on that from um, a personal standpoint as to what happened to me at the age of 13. Um, and it wasn't rape, but it was enough to change the traje trajectory of my life as a woman, as an adult, as a mother. Um, and I want to speak to those parents, especially with girls, but also with boys, because I have boys, but we need to have the awkward conversations and I'm going to continue to have them. So I hope you continue to watch. Join me again next Saturday, 1 p.m. We will be live. Um, sorry if you were watching me on Facebook. Um, my computer went dead. And yeah, so I will post it. Uh, this will air again tomorrow. I hope you guys have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.